The following podcast contains explicit language and movie spoilers. You've been warned. No, seriously, there, there's spoilers and, and foul language. Yeah. Welcome to $20 Ticket and welcome to part two of the Steven Spielberg March Madness Bracket Challenge. My name is Kerwin and joining me today is Jason. What up, Jason? Not much. How about you, Kerwin? I'm good, man. What are you drinking today? It's a cold Coors Light. Also with us is Mugga. What up, Mugs? Yo. What are you drinking? I honestly don't know. It's a gluten-free cucumber lime ultra organic seltzer. <laughs> 80 calories. Damn, you get that at the produce section. Yeah. Jesus. Sounds good, though. Uh, rounding out the panel today is Holly. Holly, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. What are you drinking today? I have a Truly Cherry. And I'm excited about it. It's not like gluten, <laughs> organic free. It's not all that. I didn't find in the produce section. It was in the alcohol section. So Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, so um, this is part two of our uh, Steven Spielberg March Madness Bracket Challenge. Uh, we went through the round of 32 in our last episode. So if you haven't heard that, please go back and listen. Uh, today, we're going to continue with the round of 16 and go all the way to the final. How this works is we're gonna run through the bracket and debate each matchup one by one, each time closing with a vote. The entry with the most votes wins and moves on to the next round. If you wanna follow along, feel free to check out our IG, our Instagram at $20ticket. And uh, I think it's time to start, guys. Yep. I think so too. All right, so our first region is the Close Ones region. Mugga, what's our first matchup? All right, so in the first matchup that we have on this round of 16 in this bracket, we have number one, Schindler's List, against number five, Munich. I do not think this will take long. I think we all are leaning towards the way, but I could be wrong. I would definitely go Schindler's List unless... I mean, Kerwin, you did vote Munich prior round against Lincoln. Elizabeth was a tiebreaker, which I'm surprised it beat Lincoln, but I'm going to honor that. Schindler's List, Munich, what do you guys think? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go with Schindler's List, period. Okay. But I will say, we talked about this uh, throughout recording and how John Williams had done so many scores. Munich felt like it was Hans Zimmer. And I actually had to look it up. And I was like, oh my God, this is John Williams. Like, the Munich score sounds like the Dark Knight score. Okay. It, it's crazy. But that's it. I did yeah. not catch that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Schindler's List, long movie. But I think it was well done. When I was watching Munich for the first time, I don't know, probably earlier this week I found myself on my phone I felt like it was again we talked about this throughout the first part of this and it was it was an half an hour 45 minutes too long I mean this I think Munich is like two hours and 32 minutes it's ridiculous Uh, I'm not saying it's awful but it's just too long yeah full disclosure I have not watched Munich but I did watch Schindler's List for the first time yesterday and for me I had a lot of things cleared up of like why this movie is so amazing and why people hold it in such high regard. So, obviously my vote is for Schindler's List. I don't think I can vote, but it it would be for Schindler's List if I could. You watched the Spielberg documentary, right? Yeah. Did they go over why he chose to film this in black and white? Yeah. What's the reason? It's The Holocaust was devoid of any human emotion or any like color Jeez. in general or any life crazy, like huh? he equated he equated life to color and so it's like the holocaust was devoid of life like I, it was devoid of it makes even more sense now emotion, emotion. That's crazy. and so that's why like you were asking earlier this is pre-recording of like the little girl with the red coat like yeah. midway through the movie and what's the symbolism of that and so it's just like it i think it's up for interpretation for everybody but i took it as just like no life was safe during this time i, I like, 
I don't want to keep this. I know we talked a lot about all these movies before in the in the first thirty two, but I was telling Mugs, I think it was a couple of days ago. I just there's there's a scene, and it's like really kind of glossed over, mm. but there's a young Jewish kid um, cleaning the bathtub, and he's trying to scrub it down. He's not getting it clean enough. Yeah, he thought he was gonna die. Yeah, and um, Voldemort just tells him <laughs> like he kind of pardon. He he says, "I pardon you." You know, he like I pardon you kind of saying like hey like you know go ahead and go like it's it's fine that's what i got from it well then he he goes down and and voldemort's looking in to the mirror please so, keep referring to him as voldemort it's please. the only yeah. name that he needs yeah. to be referred to i can call him red dragon if you want uh so i'll say red dragon's looking to the mirror no it's voldemort it's voldemort he uses his right name voldemort's looking in the mirror and and you can tell he's like contemplating what he just did and all of a sudden, like you see the young kid walking out, and you start to hear gunshots fired left of him. Then you see it shot fired, like a uh, right, like fired right of him. And he starts walking, and it pans to this old man walking up. And all of a sudden, on the right, you just see the kid dead on the right, and then the guy just keeps walking. So they like do this quick pan with the camera. Mm-hmm where they just show him and they just keep going. They don't reference him again. But it's just like little things like that. It's just like, holy shit. Like the attention to detail. Yeah. Um, and then you're kind of like guessing where this movie's going to go. I don't know. I just, I, I thought it was really well done. I just want to say that part. Yeah. I, I think Shinzo's this is going to win. I do want to talk about a scene that really impacted you guys in this movie. But I think we could wait till the next round, right? Yeah. I think it's going to be Munich. I mean, is anyone voting for Munich? All right, so let's just start let's start voting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Kerwin, what do you got? I got Schindler's List. Jay. Schindler's List. And if you could vote, you would vote Schindler's List, yeah. right? But you can't because you didn't see Munich. But regardless, it wouldn't matter because I'm going to vote Schindler's List as well. <laughs> All right. So Schindler's She's List She's back moves in. On. This is interesting. We have number six upsetting close encounters of Ready Player One. And we have Catch Me If You Can number two seed going against each other. It's easy, right? It, it is. I just, I know down goes Ready Player One, right? Yeah, Catch Me If You Can is amazing. It, that's what I'm getting at. Is of it? It is. Can I bring up a little fun fact that I have about Catch Me If You Can? I'd love it. So, obviously, it's a guy who is outsmarting bankers and stealing money for them back in the time era that they were. My uh, my grandfather actually worked in banks, and he was a part of this. And he literally got scammed by this guy. And when the guy then did his whole, like, now I'm working with the FBI and all that stuff, he came back, and my grandfather actually had a conversation with me. He goes, yeah, you took us for like $2 million for our bank. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So it's kind of, a, kind of a funny story. And I actually watched this movie with my grandfather. Um, no, it wasn't the first time. But, yeah, I, I, I think this is just, you got Leonardo DiCaprio. You've got Tom Hanks, Spielberg. It's almost as good as Tarantino, Pitt, and Leonardo DiCaprio as well. And, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, three guys that just can make a movie great. I do love Ready Player One, but I don't think it's better than Catch Me If You Can. I agree. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Christian yeah. Walken is a dad. I mean, I mean, yeah. on and on, why this movie right, is so amazing. Right, Yeah. I just, what are your thoughts on the opening credits? The... I love it. You do? I, it creeps me out. It really I don't I don't think it fits the movie, but it's like I think it I think it's fitting to the actual opening of the movie. I don't know. I like Okay. It's I think it it kind of brings you back to that kind of old school vibe of like it, there's nothing fantastical about it. 
but then you just jump just into the like music this. Music is weird. I love know? it, man. I think it's I think it's so cool. But you don't like Nickelback, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> does your like taste in music really count right now? Or <laughs> I'm small, sorry, I had is to. Is this guy, is this motherfucker really going to bring this up every fucking time? Because I don't like Nickelback? I don't Creed, like subjective I mean, I don't of, your, of, your, of your choice of movies. Look how mad he got. It's so great. I still, I still want to do that extra credits with Gus where we like critique the entire album. <laughs> you guys have a grand old time doing that. I'm not going to fucking be on that. Yeah, you will. You're going to listen to that whole album just like you watched every single Steven Spielberg movie. All right, but I think words. I think we can go ahead and vote. For me, it's catch you if, catch me if you can. I okay, that's one. Jason, uh, um, same. Catch me if you can. Kerwin, catch me if you can. And my vote is very relevant, but I'm going to go catch me if you can, and <laughs> that will go on. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, so Bridge of Hooks is my bracket, and so from the previous round, we have Raiders of the Lost Ark. Versus Minority Report. So what are your guys' thoughts? So I know Muggs and Kerwin, you guys hold Indiana like really near I do. Near. I do. It's the whip. I, I don't actually. Okay. You don't? Okay. I feel like you did. Wait, elaborate. Tell us. No, I, I, thought, I thought you loved Indiana Jones. All I was going to say is I'm going to say Minority Report, but go ahead. No, I, I mean like I, I feel like Indiana Jones is one of those franchises that people are just like, oh my God, this franchise is so great, this and that. And like I'm not I'm not as attached to Indiana Jones mm-hmm. yet, as, a, as like I am to like Star Wars or something like that. I do like Indy, but I think Minority Report is just such a great movie. It, it's, no, it's so it's well phenomenal. done. I know phenomenal. it has Tom Cruise, but I just think that the movie the way it's 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 awesome but go on what are we gonna say oh I, I i agree with what you're saying however i look at raiders of the lost ark how iconic it is mm. um and here's ford's physique there's that but the music in that movie is like up there with i think one of the best soundtracks of or scores of a movie ever i, I don't know like john williams it's legendary if you play that song even kids in my class or will know what that is i i have to let the music give it an edge in a sense like, i think the story's better in minority report but i feel like raiders of the lost ark if i wanted to watch something right now between these two i would pick raiders of the lost ark that's just kind of how i am i think minority report is a good movie and a great story but i don't know i think raiders is just a feel-good movie i know it's slower but i don't know i i i there's something about it. I just feel like it's so warm, and I I, I like it. I don't know. I the really en- do. The end of it kills it for me with the ghosts. It doesn't. Stuff. It yeah. doesn't age well, yeah, and I get that. Well. I get yeah. that. Um, Wait, the ghosts. I think that's what it or is. Or the, the spirits, the spirits yeah, that come sorry. out of the oh, the, okay. the, the, the arc. And I thought the, you were yeah. talking about like the the knights of the law, like the the one where him and Sean Connery, where the knight comes oh, out from Knights of the Round Table oh, from Last Crusade. I was no, like the ghosts. No, no, okay. the, no the spirits. Yeah, that that part just kind of. Elizabeth and I are watching it. I think. I forget for another podcast and we were watching it and it's just like that part is just is kind of cringy now yeah watching it now it didn't, yeah. it didn't age well but I think I think I guess like when you're kind of bringing up like how I feel about it I think that's kind of how I feel like it hasn't aged well but like I feel like Last Crusade ages well better because it's not about the treasure really it's about the it's about the relationship bond, yeah. and I and I think that's what makes it like stand longer but I think the other two like I to me, I'm just kind of like like how you're saying they don't age well for me. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think a whole story about Nazis and like going against Nazis, like in general, once we've watched Schindler's List, is probably not the best choice. But <laughs> I actually think Raiders of the Lost Ark for me took a lot more thought, took a lot more 
like history knowledge, if you will, of just like what they were trying to do. He's an archaeologist. I just I feel like there was like, but the Tom, the Tom Cruise like Minority Report. Yes, it's it's entertaining. We loved it when we did it on the Tom Cruise March Madness bracket. Um, but I think Raiders of the Lost Ark just takes a lot more creativity, if you will. So for me, like following that and like actually learning something and actually being interested in what they were trying to uncover was was interesting for me. So for me, Raiders of the Lost Ark was way more interesting than Minority Report. I, I'm agreeing with her. I think we might have to summon Elizabeth because I feel like if we were to actually do a vote, you two are... Minority Report, and we're on Raiders. Raiders, yeah. I would never vote. Which I would never. I would never vote for a Raider otherwise. But yeah, I'm gonna go Minority Report too. Jason. Yeah, Minority Report. So we I, I'm, I'm going Raiders. Holly. Same. All right. Same. Summon Elizabeth. Elizabeth. We're gonna summon you, just like Indiana Jones <laughs> summoned the spirit. So, Kerwin, just so you know, I'm gonna call on you to for that 60 second. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call no, on you. you. No, I'm you, gonna you, call you, on you. you. I'll okay. do whatever you don't say after that. Okay. Like okay. Time, We're gonna know. do it. Okay. All hold right. on. Let me get my notes out. So Kerwin, you have three, two, one. Go. I think uh, Minority Report kind of uh, focuses on the uh, morality of knowing the future and how to use that to prevent crime. Um, but does knowing the future or a possible future really justify putting a person away for the rest of their lives considering they haven't done it yet? When there are still many cases in which they could not have done it. There's a scene in the movie where Tom Cruise throws a ball off a counter and Colin Farrell catches it. And he says, you caught that ball, why? And he says, because it was gonna fall. He's like, but you caught it, or it might not have, you know? And I think one of the best things about that movie, despite the action and effects, is that moral issue of, do we have a right to put people away for things they haven't done yet, but we can only assume they will do, even if we have psychics that can see the quote unquote future. And that's it. And we have, Five seconds left. You just better vote for this fucking movie. <laughs> right. Don't give her those eyes, Jason. Yeah, That's an advantage. Okay. <laughs> now, real quick, you're talking about what you were just saying, and then Colin Fowler catching the ball is negating everything you were just talking about. Should we put someone away that they haven't done something? Because what that's supposed to show is that like you're able to prevent because you caught you know what I'm saying like I told it like that scene goes against what you're talking about no no that's that's one of the examples that Tom Cruise uses as an argument right. but in the movie itself the guy that runs pre-crime is using that to put away Tom Cruise you know what I'm saying he set things in motion so that Tom Cruise has no choice emotionally but to kill oh, okay. and it wasn't premeditated alright Muggs and Holly you got three <laughs> two one go. So I was just gonna say, Raiders of the Lost Ark to me is just a lot more thought provoking as far as history goes because he's anti-Nazi, which you need to be in these day and times. Um, but he was trying to uncover archaeological facts, and in the time that this movie was shot, you're not only educating the audience, but you're also like on a quest to uncover things, and so it makes you more invested as the watcher of the movie. Um, and I think Indiana Jones offers a lot more intellectual capacity than Minority Report. So, Maga, please pick up I, where I left off. I, we, we are on a $20 ticket, and literally our main phrase that we could patent a word is iconic. Right. They're making a new movie coming out this summer of another Indiana Jones. They've only made one Minority Report. This is the start of the franchise. <laughs> it's great. The music is... Up there with the top five, I, it's very, very iconic. Like this should win. Like, Harrison Ford's physique. Yeah. Don't forget about <laughs> there you it. Go. All we right, don't we're even done. need sixty seconds. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, eight seconds left. <laughs> you just remember there's remember the ghosties at the end. Oh Ooh, God. God! All right, time's up. So, <laughs> Elizabeth, what do you choose? I love an educational movie, Raiders. There we go. <laughs> I made a mistake there, buddy, but it's okay. You didn't, you didn't get her with those lovey-dovey I'm, I'm extremely guys. disappointed, <laughs> but hey, hey, let's move it. Okay, so next on my bracket, in the Bridge of Hooks bracket, we have Warhorse versus Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So I've never seen Warhorse, so this is up to you guys. <laughs> I, as much as I just hyped up the Indiana Jones franchise, <laughs> I do not think this movie is better than Warhorse. Um, I think Warhorse is a better done movie. I, I I don't I don't know. What do you guys think? I just I like Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls in the sense of like it's the Indiana Jones franchise, but there are some scenes that are cringeworthy. I do not think Warhorse ever gave me that feeling. Now it's not as iconic, but I, I personally believe Warhorse is a better movie. I I agree with you, and I rallied for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but I feel like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull cannot escape the feeling of being a shameless cash grab to me of like a sequel 100%. twenty years later. Yes. So it's like I watch it under the lens of just being like this is desperation. So it's it's hard for me to move past that. So Warhorse for me, albeit very long too long for the it, story it that it long. was it was just yeah i would i would go horse as well uh, but i mean jason Kerwin's not allowed to vote jay what do you think not that it matters because it looks like we're both going war horse <laughs> yeah no this is tough because i'm swayable honestly Kingdom like. of the crystal skull i i was surprised when it was announced that they were going to do this mm-hmm. yeah. um but I, I'll be honest, when I was watching it, I was not very impressed. Uh, War Horse, I was not excited about watching this movie. It looked like <laughs> shit. The first the first half an hour felt like shit. But I was telling Muggs earlier, I was like, really? And I think it was on you, Holly, too, and maybe Kerwin as well. The war action scenes. The action scenes were yeah. like out of control. Like right. it was over the top, like intense, brutal. Um, you kind Almost of felt, that saving Private Ryan kind, kind of feel, of feel huh? like yeah. you were there, especially when they yeah. went out to go um, clip the the chains and, and together. Yeah, yeah, yeah together yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I was I was like kind of like oh, okay, this is kind of cool. I stopped fast forwarding at that point. Um, <laughs> so I might I might have to I might as much as this pains me I might have to go Warhorse with you. Guys. I think that that's it. I think uh, we're pained to vote. vote I think we're pained to vote Warhorse, but we're gonna vote Warhorse. Wow. Warhorse, a six he is on to the elite eight. I don't think it even made it past what the sweet no, sixteen and the other it, one. Yeah, I don't think it made it. Yeah. All right, over in uh, Tintin Empire, we've got the number one seed Saving Private Ryan versus the number five seed Amistad. So again, I never saw Amistad, so I. I'm out of this vote, but I would wholeheartedly vote Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan, I don't know. I, this I is think something... it's arguably the best war movie of all time. Yes. Arguably. Yes. I mean, Mel Gibson is in The Patriot, also in like Braveheart, not American war history, but I, I still the think... The Patriot's American war history. Yeah. But not Braveheart. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like, I, I do think that this is a movie... I mean, it's part of, I think, the curriculum in a sense in high school. Like, hey... When we talk about D-Day, you've got to see, and they use it as like an educational tool. Like it's that powerful, and 
the fact that people that went through this, which like is is sucks to say, but like they can't even get through it because they said of how real the opening scene is. Like this is what it was like. I I just feel like I don't think it should lose to Amistad at least. I think it's got to go up against Jurassic Park in the final four, in my opinion. But we'll, we'll see how that pans out. But I, I would go Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I think Amistad was really powerful when I first it is, saw it. It is. It is. Um, yeah. Again, this is one I didn't rewatch, but I remember when I watched it probably five, six years ago. Um, it was really powerful. But if you're asking me about something I'd rewatch again or something that I just personally enjoy. Um, I think Saving Private Ryan, like the, the first time I saw that, I was like blown out of the water, yeah. like literally. Do you watch it in theaters? Uh, no. I watched uh, it in theaters. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Because what year did Saving Private Ryan? It was Ryan? like 97 or 98. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think I was allowed to watch this. In yeah. Because I was a sophomore in high school when this came out and we watched it over the summer. Well, I guess it was in between my freshman and sophomore year, I think. No. So I think it's 98. Was it? Same July nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I remember my my parent my mom and my, my dad talking about just how We were nine, Kerwin. <laughs> crazy this yeah. movie was and like how impactful it was. So yeah. like when I watched it, like I don't that opening scene and I think the end scene, like it's the just the end scene is amazing. It, too. It's it's crazy. But like too. you also watch the dialogue between all of these characters. And the cast, man. And I mean even the poker scene where they're playing and it like how like, dude, you can't do that. You know, when they were doing with the the dog tags, you know, like stuff like that where they're talking about or then, you know, Matt Damon's character is talking about like him back home with his brothers, knowing that they're all passed away, but he's reminiscing about when we literally saved him from hooking up with that ugly girl, you know? You could just, like, it almost, like, it it takes you to what these guys go through in war. Or, or that, the one dude that was, um, sorry to make a friend's reference, but he was like Chandler's roommate, but he's finding the Hitler youth knife on that yeah. one dude. Yeah, And he just starts to break down. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, there's a lot of powerful scenes yeah. in that movie. I don't know. I think and also when they let that guy go, that was a Nazi who ends up coming back and killing one of the other guys. And it's just like, like this is war. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no rules. You know what I mean? In a sense, you know? So it's, I, yeah. yeah. I'm going to Save Private Ryan. I'm going to go Save Private Ryan. Me too. Nothing? No. <laughs> Say, hey, Save Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Saving Private Ryan now moves on. Now I can partake. All this. The, the two movies I haven't watched have now been eliminated. So now it's, it's on. You're good it's, to go. It's on. All right. Our last matchup in uh, Tintin Empire is number three seed E.T. versus the number two seed Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I'm excited for this one to see how this how this boils out. I don't... I this think is, we all have respect for E.T. This but is this is tough. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought it would be a 4-0 vote. No. God, no. Last Crusade. E.T.? Last Crusade. E.T.? You guys have both said... That it's literally the best Indiana Jones, and you're not going to vote for it. Corona are but making eye contact right now with these two. Are just it's going fucking for ET, it. man. I yeah. Say the letters again. I don't know what to tell you. Like it's the Last Crusade. It's did the best ever, Indiana Jones. Ever, okay. Question: Did you ever go on the ride at Universal? I did not. Okay. Well, that's what you're basing this on—a ride. That's all I gotta say. Have you been on the Indiana Jones ride? Many times. Okay. How many more times than the ET ride? Probably equal. There's no way, Jason. They're still running Indiana Jones. E.T. doesn't exist anymore. That's how many went home. That's, I thought E.T. burned down. Hey, hey, but that's how many times I went on the E.T. ride. I'm he burned right it now. down. There's no fucking way. 
I'm telling you, I went to Universal way more than I went to Disneyland. I, I honestly, I probably. No, you took me to Universal for the very first time because they were closing the original Jurassic Park World, or ride, and then they were doing the Jurassic World ride. Yeah. So I'd never been up until that point. So you've never been on the Back to the Future ride either. No, that has I, nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm just saying. You're pointing out shit. I'm going to point out shit, too. We're talking about rides. We're not talking about the movie. <laughs> I'm just saying. I I think E.T. is is a... It's like pop culture. It's 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 amazing. So it's is amazing. Indiana Jones. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying there's fucking 15 of these motherfuckers. There's one E.T. And E.T.'s amazing. And I think it's a great movie. It barely beat Tintin, I think. We talked about it for a while. That's, 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 it that's won six zero. I know, but we talked about it for a while. That's in we your own gave, fucking mind. We yeah. all we all gave credit to Tintin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that this is tough. Is all I'm trying to say. Because I, I like. Oh, so you're games. not voting for ET officially? I didn't say that. I just said this is tough. You're going all the off of all this of me saying this is tough. Am I wrong? Drake. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> all he says, oh, this is a tough one. He said, like, oh, my God, this is before and oh, I don't know that. And I'm like, Jesus, like, I'm just trying to say, like, this is a tough I one. I said it first, but you caught the heat for it. So I'm like, I'm over here just you giggling. Don't want, you don't want this smoke. I'm giggling <laughs> oh, over here. God. I do want the smoke. Bring the smoke. Yeah. Like, well, I why do you think E.T. over the last crusade? I, I didn't say E.T. over the last crusade. I said this one's going to be interesting based off our previous conversations just because Raiders of the Lost Ark was a very contentious argument. And I feel like the last Indiana Jones conversations we've had have been like the last crusade is the best one. But I feel like E.T. is held in such high regard in like cinematic history and society. Like we all equate E.T. of like the bicycle scene where he's wearing the red hoodie. It, it, it is to be Amblin. That's a, that's to be to be twenty dollar ticket. Is Amblin still around? Yeah, yeah, they are. No, yeah, that's, yeah, but to what be have they done recently? Any, anything that Spielberg produces is Amblin. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah but to be twenty dollar ticket, it's an iconic thing of like Elliot riding the bicycle with the red sweatshirt with ET in it, and so that's why I said I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation. I didn't think it was going to be tumultuous as it is. You two like. Karen, what are your thoughts? I'd love to know. Oh, God. All right. This is really tough. It uh, is. Yeah. It's, it's a tough it's, one. That's what I said. I was trying to say, too. But yeah, it's, it's hard. It's just crazy. like, I, I fucking love The Last Crusade. But like, Why do you love The Last Crusade, though? I have to well, break this down. I have to ask. I, I guess I, I guess I have to say it's it's the best Indiana Jones period. Okay, I, but that, the, in and, the grand scheme of things. But like, I, can I answer also that question? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I personally, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a part of the franchise, but I still look at it as the original trilogy. Okay. And I feel like the last, I know we have another one coming out, we'll see how that plays out, but I think Last Crusade was like the end, like he found the Holy Grail, you know what I mean? Like with yeah. his dad, so it ended that trilogy, and I feel like. So why make more? I get that. Well, you, you said it best, it was a cash grab. You yeah, know? But I mean, that's why I think this movie like ended like like a franchise movies at the time even though we do have another one we have another one coming out but right uh, et was just like thunder in a bottle in a sense like it, it did its job and it was good but i still think last crusade i i don't know i mean what, what is what is the rotten tomato scores have last crusade is 91 percent. et is 85 I, I i think it's a better movie i i, I think et i mean et is great but i think last crusade is is that good i don't know i just that's my opinion. Yeah, and like, yeah, I was trying to say like this is this is a tough one for me too because yeah. I I told you guys this is the first Indiana Jones movie I watched was this one. 
And yeah. so I, I, which is like incredibly out of order when you think about <laughs> incredibly it. Incredibly, I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> but I, I really, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought Sean Connery was amazing in it. I oh, thought yeah. Sean Connery was annoying. Really? I yeah. Thought Oh. I thought he was so smart, and then I was like, why are you holding up the story? Like, why is he trying to drag you along? And then I realized, like, in my head, I'm like, he's a, a research person. He's not, like, a like a super spy person. So I had to, like, calm my expectations of Sean Connery, because Sean Connery was, like, James Bond in my mind. And so for me, of him, like, holding up a storyline, I'm like, why are we doing this? Why are we propelling off a mountain? Or, like, whatever they're doing. It's like, why is he getting in the way of this? But then I realized, yeah. different movie, different person. Uh, yeah. I never thought that. I I, I thought I, that. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I really liked this character in this personally. Um, I derailed I you. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, I I don't know. I thought the the, yeah. the Nazi stuff was like kind of provoking. It's like oh, so we're really talking yeah. about this right now. The I'm book like, burnings. The, yeah. Hitlers, yeah. Yeah, and they're showing all that. And I don't know. I just like the dynamic between Indy and you know, Sean you, you, his dad. You, you didn't see Indiana Jones' dad. You saw him as someone else. I just. Because like, to me, is, it's Indiana like, Jones' dad, who was a guy that went into the Congo and discovered a cure for cancer and then came back as an archaeologist. Or but I just felt like at every no, single touch point, he was questioning. You ever watch that movie? Where he, what's the movie? Sean Connery, he's in the jungle, and he finds a cure for cancer, and then he loses it, and then they're trying to recover it. Congo? No, it's not Congo. <laughs> Anaconda? No. You don't even ever heard of that movie? No. No. Oh, it's a great movie. It's he he's like a scientist. I was trying to reference like I saw him also in another but Yeah. No, no, no. You I'm I'm, I'm tracking with you. No, it's just These gluten-free cucumbers are really kicking in right now. <laughs> no, I just I felt like he was just like at some points just holding up the movie. Like Indiana Jones was trying to do something or trying to go on an action. He was just constantly questioning him. I'm like, "Just let your son do what your son's going to do. He's gotten you through to this point." But I feel like that's his character. Yeah, that's his character. He's a medicine scholar. Man. That's the name of the He's movie. a medicine scholar. Man. Medicine man. Yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah, but E.T., I have to be honest, I could not watch it until I was like a teenager or an adult. Like, mm-hmm. because it the opening sequence where they're going through that cornfield scared the shit out of me as a kid. I feel like a lot of people have like fear-related emotions yeah. towards E.T. Yeah. Have you guys encountered people that are like, I'm afraid of E.T.? It's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you all have. But no, it's, I could not watch it when I was a kid because that original scene, like I tried to watch it a couple of times when I was a kid because my parents had it on VHS and we'd put it in to try it and then we'd all have to stop, like mostly me. But I think the, the end part where all the the chemists or whoever come in, like all the, in the hazmat suits and like Elliot's going through all the tubing. Yeah. I think that part is like probably the, to me, like when I was a child, the creepiest part. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember that part. Yeah. Yeah, that you don't you don't think that Mm-mm. was the creepiest part? No, once I got like like once I saw it and once I actually like got into it, nothing else scared me. But that oh. original corn scene where it's just like the suspense of like what's gonna like again, I'm not yeah. a horror person, I'm not mm. a suspense person. Like, well, I mean the whole Reese's pieces scene is kind of creepy because it's yeah. like you have a little girl playing with an alien in the sense of like you don't know what the hell's gonna happen. I mean but then you wanted some Reese's Pieces. I did. You it saw was, that it was product, the best placement. product placement. Because <laughs> so I think they originally wanted M&M's to do it, right? And m said no. Because they wanted them to donate money. I think from what I read. Or it was Skittle. I forget what it was. Mm. But Reese's like, no, we'll do it, you know. Mm. Anyways, I'm ready to vote if you guys are ready. Sure. I'm going to go Last Crusade. I have to go next? Um, this is tough, man. 
Well, look at the next bracket. <laughs> that whatever wins right now goes against Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> I know, right? I I think I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna Holly, you go next. I can't go. I can't go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Stop, Marcus. If you're listening, <laughs> cut that out, Karan. Just kidding. no. Keep it no, in. Keep it in. Yeah. Funny, keep yeah. it in. Um, I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna pick ET. Wow. Yeah. Damn. I I love Last Crusade so much, but so like do I, yeah. ET made me feel some shit, man. You like, cried twice, three I, times. I cried three times, man. Like I I gotta go with ET. Doesn't help my decision. Oh my um, gosh! Okay, pick last Crusade so we can get Elizabeth down. If we can get Elizabeth. You make a certain choice. We have to summon Elizabeth again. Then I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ET as well. Okay. I have to go ET. All right. I, to go ET. I, I did not see that coming. Wow. Woo! The extraterrestrial goes on. All right, that's it for Tintin Empire. Jason, what do we got going on in Jurassic Express? So in Jurassic Express, we have Jaws versus Temple of Doom. For me, this isn't a conversation. Like, I, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say my vote is Jaws, and that you. is what it is. Jaws did something to people, as far as like it affected the way they did things. People did not want to go in the ocean after they saw this movie. I didn't. It terrified yeah. them, and I feel like that has to have some merit to it. You know what I mean? Like it really impacted people. Like, hey, man, don't go in the ocean because look at what's out there. And the way with the music, the way he filmed it, I, I, I think. I know, Kermit, you had said, like, hey, before they get into the ocean, I'm fine. Then they get. But I, I, I still think that the movie is great with the soundtrack. I, I would go Jaws as well. I don't know, man. I feel like Temple of Doom really affected society, too, because, like, <laughs> people wouldn't go into temples for so long after that. Oh, my movie God. Came that's out. such a valid point, Kerwin. Yeah. There's just so much doom. And they made, a, so right. they made a Donkey Kong level. Off of this movie, right? With the carts, the mine carts. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. what capitalists. Yeah, Can you believe the rock capitalizing off people's yeah, fears? It's Jaws, right? I'm just Jaws is moving four, on. Four to zero, Jaws. But I feel like also we get into the next bracket. Sorry, Jason, please bring us to the next bracket. Okay. The next so. matchup, not bracket. We're in his bracket. Oh, shit. Sorry, okay. Mungo. So Would you like another cucumber gluten free <laughs> Michelob seltzer? <laughs> You guys are a bunch of haters around here. I think a little tipsy right now. Are you guys feeling it or is it just me? Just just you in the snow. A little frosty snowman over here. Okay, so (laughs) last bracket in uh, Jurassic Express right now is the color purple versus Jurassic Park. Again, this is something I don't think we need to discuss very I'm long. just going to vote for Jurassic give, Park now. Give Color Purple its, its win that it got already and mm-hmm. call it a day, recognize it. But Jurassic Park is that. Jurassic game. Park. Yeah. yeah. Jurassic Kerwin? Park. You, okay. Yeah. yeah. Jurassic Park moves on. JP. All right, that's it for the round of 16. Let's move on to the Elite Eight. Uh, Mugga, what is our final matchup in the Close Ones region? I think I know the answer to this, but this is still going to be a tough one. You've got the number one seed, Schindler's List, going up against number two seed, Catch Me If You Can. What do you guys think? I've been basing my voting on what movie would I rather watch right then and there. I think Schindler's List is a better movie, but I think I would rather watch Catch Me If You Can if I had to choose right now. Am I weird for saying No, that? I agree with you. And But here's the thing that I will debate with you. Like, 
till the day is long. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm really. I haven't even made my decision on this on this matchup. No, I I watched Schindler's List for the first time yesterday, and I have seen Catch Me If You Can multiple times. And the thing about Schindler's List is, I will not rewatch this movie. It's not something really? that I'm gonna. I'm like, here's the thing. It's an amazing, beautiful, borderline like the best way you could portray a huge atrocity that happened in, in our history. Will you not watch Schindler's List the same reason you don't want to watch Saving Private Ryan? I don't, I don't, like, again, this goes to my personal preferences. I don't like war movies. I don't, yeah. like, I understand that this happened at a point in our history. To me, like, I know our history. I understand our history. To me, I just don't want to, like, it's ignorance on my part. I just don't want to watch it. Like, I understand that it happened, but when we're comparing, like, Schindler's List, which to me is thematically and cinematically a near perfect movie of just displaying some of the most horrific parts of history in the last hundred years or 120 years, whatever you want to call it. Schindler's List to me does something that it takes you to the Holocaust and puts you in the moment and it gives you anxiety and it gives you fear and it gives you like that feeling of almost like you're actually there. Whereas Catch Me If You Can, to me, almost doesn't even compare as a movie. It's like an entertaining, kitschy, Leonardo DiCaprio, like Tom Hanks, like little thing that goes on for an hour too long in my opinion, but it, it doesn't even, it, to me, it's not even a competition. So, what do you two I, think? I I I think that Schindler's List was again. This is probably my first time watching it all the way through. Mm-hmm. I've seen parts of it and before, but I this I think this week I watched it and it was my first time watching it all the way through. It, it was really powerful. It I mean it it was tough, but. And it's done really well. I'm not, I'm not discounting. I, I, but I think Catch Me If You Can. I was like, that's that's like a go-to for me. Yeah. I think it's done really well. I don't think it's an hour long, personally. Like I, I think it's. I, no, I, I get what you're saying. Like a lot of these movies, think it'd be 30, 45 an hour too long. Personally, I don't think this is too long. I think the cast is great. I think it's it's entertaining. Um, again. I think we're doing this on personal preference. We're not yeah. doing this on rewatchability. We're not, right. I mean, but I think we're also encompassing all that into it. It's like, it's tough to say exactly why we're voting for what we're voting for. I think it's a, a numerous things. It's our favorite. So for me, I, I got to lean more towards Catch Me If You Can, personally. Just, again, I'm not saying, uh, Schindler's List may be a better made movie. Mm-hmm. Especially with its length, like it, it is captivating the whole time. You're right. So, right. What, what but you, but I'm 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 saying, I guess for me, like I know you're gonna ask, like why am do, I putting this? No, no. What what do you want, or what do you like, like want to get out of a movie when you watch it? Like, what is it that you want to get out of it? I guess. I think what Holly's trying to say is also like it's provoking. I don't want the bad stuff. I want it, like, kind of yeah, what I'm getting. I like, mean, so it's like I. I if what you're saying is also like I'd rather watch Catch Me If You Can, but you're kind of giving the credit to Schindler's List of like, it's well done. I just don't know if I want to watch it again. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I feel. If, no, I, I went movie. off his rewatchability scale, and I was like, yeah. trust me, I'm not fucking leaning towards Schindler's List. I'm not craving Schindler's List to like rewatch it again yeah. because it's so heavy in its subject matter and it's so 
just jarring like to watch it but i i cannot discount how beautifully done it is yeah there, there's a movie mugs i if you can help me out that, that like was really pro, like it invoked a reaction do you remember Kermit, what we were talking about it's tommy wiseau called the room <laughs> it wasn't that it was something that oh, like hi, invoked a reaction that Mugga didn't like because it made him feel uncomfortable there's two movies oh uncut gems Oh, I didn't Uncut like that. Jams. Yeah. Uncut Jams. Yes. Yeah. I, I loved Uncut Gems because of that reason. I think your Uncut Gems is the same part of me of two movie, Basketball Diaries and Requiem for a Dream. Like, they're really well done, but the emotions I get out of it, I don't want to watch that ever. Right. Again. Like, they're, right. Very, they're very hard to watch. So there's part of that, I think, I don't mean to cut you off, Carmen, but there's part of that in Schindler's, Schindler's List. List. I agree. Right. But I think Catch Me If You Can. I it's a great, it's a fun movie. It's it's a fun movie. Is there not? There's maybe a a, sl- a sliver of that in it. Just figuring out what With he's going to do next. Relationship and yeah. You know what he's going to do next? He keeps getting caught up and it's like, okay, they're figuring out this part. What are you going to do next? And it's like identity theft is not a joke, Jason. Uh, Millions of people die. Millions every year. of people die every year. <laughs> That was good. That, that was, was, that was really good. Oh, yeah, that was we'll good. pop around the room thank for you. you. That thank one. you. That thank you. Really I'm doing a little bow. <laughs> um, but sorry, long story short, I'm going to go catch me if you can. Yeah, I think um, you kind of have to identify this on a case by case basis. Uh, it's kind of like how we talked about um, with uh, Saving Private Ryan and Lost World. I voted Lost World. I already knew Lost World was going to lose. So I'm like, I have no problem giving my vote to Lost World. But right. like, I know which movie's better. I also know which movie uh, is more impactful. I also know which movie I'd like to watch at any given time. And it's like you said, Mugga, like you have to, certain movies require you to give some of yourself to them. And you have to be mentally prepared to step in and press that play button or go to the theater and watch it. And I feel like some days you just don't want to. Right. And that's okay. And I think that's that's perfectly fine with how we judge. It's just like, yeah, I know this movie's better, but like, is it something that I really want to watch again? Or it's just like, the replayability is a factor. The uh, the hurdle to get into it is lower. Or, you know, the, uh, the, the emotion I have to give to it is less. So yeah. like, I think everything everybody's saying is, is 100% valid and you know, it does make the matchups tough because like you do want to vote for the best movie, but it's like Jason said, like we're all voting on personal preference and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, so I, I, I will give Schindler's list its props and say it's the longest movie on this bracket, but it is probably the most, one of the most engaging movies on here. Right. And it felt a lot shorter than a lot of these two and a half hour Thank movies. You. Um, but as far as rewatchability, yes, like catch me if you can has that. And I think uh, if I'm going to put a movie on, it's Catch Me If You Can. But Schindler's List is clearly, clearly the better movie. Probably the best movie in this whole bracket. Agreed. But I think... Agreed. Sorry, sorry. Jurassic Park one is of, still on the board. One of. Okay. No, one he's of. talking about the left side, <laughs> but, uh, not the right side. But I think, so. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Catch Me If You Can. So that, that's all three of you going for Catch Me If You Can. I'm and not. I thought you did. No, I'm Schindler's List. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's down to me. Yeah. So this is a big deal. I I love Schindler's List. I agree with it being a Pay one seed. brother. No, I thought you wanted to catch me if you can. No. I never once said I'm going God for catch me if you can. I said it was. Okay, first um, of all, I'm allergic to watermelon, so don't put that juju on me. But second of me. all, I. I misinterpreted what you were saying. I never once said I'm a fan of catch me if you can. I mean, I like it, but I'm not a fan. So you just. So she goes Schindler's. But I'm going Schindler's out. List. Okay. I'm going Schindler's List. All right. So cool. 
now my vote really matters. All right. I, I've been voting this entire time of what I would want to watch between the two movies. I do think Schindler's List is a great movie. Um, I think it is better done than Catch Me If You Can, but I have watched Catch Me If You Can way more than I've watched in this list. And if you had to ask me right now, I would rather watch Catch Me If You Can. So I think I'm going Catch Me If You Can. There it is, bud. Yeah. This is a travesty, but I'm here for it. But are you here for the Bridge of Hooks? <laughs> that's, I'm that's always yours. here for the Bridge of Hooks. All right, so what's our final matchup, Holly? So our final matchup is Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is our number one seed, versus War Horse, which is our number six seed. Yeah, I, I can't vote again. No War Horse. Because you ain't, you ain't seen that War Horse. Never seen it, no. But guess what? I'm going to vote for Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, surprise. Because you're you're a secret Raiders fan, right? And I'm just telling everyone out there listening, Holly is a huge, huge Raiders fan. I so have never for, for you two out there listening, you. there's... <laughs> she's a huge Raiders fan. I've never looked at you with more disdain she's always in, the black in my hole. life. She's always I in the black I think hole. if anyone owes you a date, they she should take you... To watch War Horse in theaters or Raiders of the Lost Ark, or they should if take anyone her. owes you a date. I'm okay, just but here's it out the there. thing. Here's the thing. If somebody owes me a date, I pray that they take me to see that in theaters because nobody is putting these two movies in theaters. You so can like, rent out we love that. And pick you, your movie. You you'd know, be right? surprised how often these movies get replayed in theaters. Yeah. Like, it's pretty often. But I'm, I'm gonna go Raiders of the Lost Ark as well. Yeah. Please don't put a dare out there. We will figure this out. <laughs> I dare you to figure it out. Double feature. We'll figure it out. Ooh. We'll get a theater to... We'll buy that shit out. I'm going to fuck. Hear you know how much $20 ticket makes? <laughs> $20. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking know. Yo. Here, here's Jason, yeah, we're rolling Jason, in. I just know the amount of you know spite much, in your heart. Do you know who the fuck we are? <laughs> well, Muggs, stop. Just, you see Muggs right now? He just slipped on all those $100 bills. Muggs, get up. It's okay. We'll wait. It's fine. It's just... Jason. It's nuts. Jason, dude, we don't entertain Raiders fans. Kitchen clean. Elizabeth gets mad, dude. Stop. Sorry, what are you saying, Holly? So we don't entertain Raiders fans because they're not slipping on hundreds. So, so if there's any Raider fans out here that owe Holly anything, just let you know there's an idea out there to plan for a date. Okay? I'm crawling up inside myself. Well, maybe they could take you to the Tintin Empire. <laughs> Uh, so I want to go to the Tintin Empire. All right, we'll put that. There's up another there. idea, Raider fans. Okay, just right there, Tintin Empire. Yeah, uh, our final matchup in uh, Tintin Empire region is uh, seed number one, Saving Private Ryan versus seed number three, E.T. I was just looking at what seed number two was, and then you people voted it out. But wait, oh, Last Crusade. Yeah. 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 I. I... I voted Last Crusade over E.T., and I'm looking at it now, and I'm still going to go against E.T. I think I'm going to go save a Prime Ryan. For what reason? I, I just I just feel like it's a movie that is, one, done better. Um, two, I think it's more impactful as far as, like, like what we can, like, look at it. Like, I don't, I don't have any connection with Aliens in a sense, but, like, with that movie, what it showed me is, like, hey, this is what D-Day was. I think it's educational, but I just... It's something that I've never I've never gone to war and like to showcase that story. I don't know. I just he does such a good job in the whole so, movie, you know, like. So I have so much beef with you right now because yeah. for Schindler's List, those are the exact reasons I love no, no, Schindler's no. List. And these are the exact reasons why you're citing Save It Primary. Right? No, I would rather put on I'm, I'm basing all this on two movies. Which one would I rather watch? I would rather watch Catch Me If You Can over Schindler's List. 
and I'm giving you a lot of reasons for saving, but I also think it's done better. I would rather watch right now Saving Private Ryan over E.T. Okay. If I had to pick between the two. Yeah. I mean, I voted against E.T. on Last Crusade. Yeah, same, but... Yeah. So, I would I would take Saving Private Ryan. Jay? Crickets. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is a tough one, but I, I think, again, E.T. holds a place near and dear, but I think Saving Private Ryan was a way better movie. Where I talked about the cast, I think, and just the the realism and and you put it on now, and I think even more impactful than like what you're visually seeing is like the sounds too, like everything everything about that movie is really good. But I think part of that is just how it sounds. It sounds really real. I think I'll have to go Saving Private Ryan. As heartfelt as my extraterrestrial experience was. <laughs> If we're going by the parameters of what I'd rather watch now, I think I'd definitely watch Saving Private Ryan. Uh, but damn, if E.T. isn't a fantastic movie. Well, you love E.T., huh? Dude, like Almost I... Almost the same as I love Oblivion. Dude, I seen it when I was a little... Stop it. Nobody, when I was a little... No, he doesn't pull people into his bedroom to make them watch the opening scene of E.T. Like... Well, I mean, this time I did. There you go. <laughs> but, um, but I will say... Um, shit like I saw it when I was a little kid didn't remember much of it it's crazy too cause like when I got a haircut I was talking to my barber about how we're doing the Spielberg stuff and he's like yeah man you gotta watch E.T. and I was like yeah dude I don't remember much of E.T. like I remember seeing it though he's like you don't remember E.T. he's like that's one of the best movies of all time and I'm just like okay and so I decided to watch it and you know shout out Big Sean if you're listening but like um <laughs> I watched that shit and I was like, yo, I'm crying. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it, it, it's emotional. Three times, yeah. not three, even one time. Three times. Three times. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with Saving Private Ryan on this one. No, I agree too. And I was waiting for you guys to say your points. And Saving Private Ryan is n- by nowhere near my preference of films to watch or rewatch or anything. But I think the opening scene of it that was like my first note of like WTF like why is it so gory so quickly like for me it was very uncomfortable like I had to pause it I had to take moments to just like go go to my kitchen and just kind of like have but a distance from it. it set the it. tone for the movie like here's what you're going to it really did yeah. it really did and for me it's just like I don't I don't like that stuff because I have anxiety and like just I like really internalize a lot of stuff that I see and so for me I don't watch war like I don't watch war movies I don't watch horror movies because to me it's just like it's a lot of suspense it's a lot of anxiety and and, and I watch that opening scene I'm just like for what like why did we watch that but then I realized like when we talk about D-Day, you hear about D-Day and you, you try to understand it and you're like, yeah, it was super gory. It was this whole thing on a beach. But when you actually physically watch it, watch somebody yeah. recreating it, it's not even like watching it. I can't even imagine what it was like being there, but like watching a recreation of it, how it makes you feel and how it makes you like react to it it's just like what what people physically witnessed being on that beach it, it it's a part of our history and it's a part of like what men in america had to endure and had to witness it's it's jarring and it's scary and i would never want to watch it again i'm going to be honest with you but i think it's a much better film than et so saving private ryan's my vote again not rewatchability so i'm going against y'all but 
And, and that's the thing. I don't think we like really carved out what exactly we're basing this off. I'm basing he's, it on he's two rewatchability. Me, I'm the better movie of like how it's cinematically made. Like what? No, no I understand. So why didn't you? Did you vote for Schindler's List? I did. Oh, okay. So I think we're like kind of like all doing different things, but also doing the same in a sense. Right. I think it's also like, what do we think is better? Yeah. Whether. It's better made or better for us. But I think like, he even said if it's between Catch Me If You Can and Schindler's List, like he would rather watch Catch Me If You Can, but Schindler's List is a better movie. No, I, I know. I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to say that out loud. Yeah. Like we're all just trying to figure out how we're doing this. No, and I think that I was think, a tough matchup. Schindler's List and Catch Me If You Can, that was a tough one. That was a tough was one. Was it? But I think I think to Jason's point, it's just like I think uh Just all for the, yeah, for listeners, that's all I'm Yeah, for listeners that. that that kinda wanna know, I think you kinda as if you want to say it's like biased or like uh, we're like looking for lighthearted fare or whatever, like, you know, you can say that if you want, but I think those things do matter. I, I think those things do matter because look, if you want to base on what you would rather watch, yeah, that's fine. If you want to base it on what you think is clearly a better executed movie, yeah, that's fine. But it's just like, I'm still going to go with uh, Crystal Skull over West Side Story. And I think West Side Story is like an amazingly put together movie and Crystal Skull is kind of shitty, but it's just like, I'd still rather watch Crystal Skull, you know? Well, if you look at our prior March Madison's, there's Disney. Then we did the, the cruise cup. It was very easy. Hey, what movie's better? Spielberg does things that are controversial or tries to test the limits where it's like, he does things that are very appreciative, I guess. Because he does that, it puts a whole nother factor into, like, I think the way you're looking at Like, Schindler's This is a great movie, but, like, you guys have never watched it, you know? And then you're kind of telling me, it's depressing as hell, Muggs. Like, why would I? And I, and I agree with what you're saying, you know? To where it's like, I don't know if I want to watch that tonight, you know? Like, if it's yeah, Lenny and I have a good jazz on the Holocaust. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, it's like, I think this is the first time we've ever had to bring that aspect in. We're like, hey, what are you basing this on? What do you want to watch? Or what's a better movie? And it's just like... I kind of chose the route of if I had to pick between these two, what am I putting in? And I'm just on Prime, like, hey, I want to rent this. That, that's what I'm basically. But I feel like on, you're right? always going to pick the fluff piece. I feel like you're always going to pick the easier 100% watch. Correct on that. I mean, I'm, I, but I think that's just the way it is. No, and I know? think that's the benefit of having like multiple voices on here. It's just like some somebody's going to want that, you know. And I don't, I don't think that's necessarily. I'm not, like, again, I'm I'm not reaching for like the Holocaust mm. movie, but it's just. Have you ever watched Basketball Diaries? You know what I'm talking about. No. You got to watch it. You would you, you would really like it. It's about. What I really like. No, no, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good but movie. I really but like it. It gets dark fast. Okay. So it's Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Wahlberg, and these are. It has nothing to do with basketball. Is this the, is this the Othello? Like. No, no. The, it's a true story. These guys are in New York, and they have uh, aspiring basketball careers, going to a Catholic school, and they're in New York though, and they touch the surface of. Heroin, right? I think it is, or, uh, or it's a bunch of pills, bunch of pills, but but drugs, and it just drugs. it's just downward spiral of how they just lose everything in life, to where Leonardo DiCaprio literally is now homeless. Now Leo's on heroin, and and, and it's depressing as hell. And you're just, just like they touched a basketball. This no, is enough no, to no, keep no, me I'm off basketball. It started out with pills, and it, it turned to heroin. Is all I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah it, it's yeah, it, but it, but it's it's, it's such a great movie, but it is depressing as. 
fuck. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I, I don't I don't want to watch this movie ever again. But I will give it its credit because it's that well done. I would rather watch Angels in the Outfield over this. Not I'm not saying Glover. Angels in the Outfield is better than Basketball Diaries, but like that's what I'm basing this on. But so that's I, exactly what you did with Schindler's List and Catch Me If You Can. I, all, yeah. all I'm trying to say is that this is tough to do. 100%. And I think, and I think we're trying. To, we're all going off different bases. Like, no, but I I think we're all going off the same basis, but we're trying to balance it different ways. Yeah. I think like we all think movies are good to a point, but we're also like, do I want to watch that again? Like, do I like, do I did I enjoy that really, or did I enjoy like, the movie itself, or did I really enjoy it? Like, where I want right. to watch it again? And, right. And I think that's where we're all like. At least for me, that's what I'm struggling with. It's like, yeah. it's a great movie, but I rather put on anything else right now, <laughs> and not watch it again. But I do appreciate it. Yeah. Or is it a movie where it's like, that was good and hard? I don't know. I, I'm struggling with that personally. Here's the thing. is like I, and I don't mean to like keep picking out Schindler's List. I don't want anybody listening to this to think that like that's where my mind is like gravitating towards. But I watched it yesterday and it's something that I've always kind of avoided just based off the subject matter. But it's like I finally watched it. I'm like, this is a beautiful movie. Like it is shot wonderfully and the story is so comprehensive and just the characters like you just feel for and again I would never reach for this movie to rewatch it and if I ever dated somebody or met somebody that's like I love to watch Schindler's List all the time I would question them emphatically <laughs> like nobody should so be if there's anyone out there that needs the a date they should check never <laughs> never <laughs> would, would 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 i would question anybody who's like i want to watch this movie regularly take it off your shelf <laughs> it's not okay to watch regularly but what i'm saying is it's like it is an amazing film well i think that's I think that's kind of where Saving Private Ryan comes in. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna watch that every Thursday. I like, I, I like Saving Private yeah. Ryan though. Like, yeah, no need. See, I think like Saving Private Ryan and when we're about to get to in the next one, Jurassic Park are movies that like they're done so well and they're also just very warm and where you are wanting to rewatch them or they're rewatchable. Am I wrong on no, saying no, that? No, you know? no, I think you're right. I just, I, I think. All I'm trying to put it out there to people listening is that this is a tough bracket yeah. because yeah. we're all basing this off of, hey, obviously different things. Rewatchability. Is it like the greatest movie ever made? Is it an awesome movie made? Is it, do we like, it just, well, there's, there's a ton one, of things that we're one all One greatest movie ever made on this list. What's that story? Always. <laughs> it's, um... <laughs> Adventures of Tintin, we get I was it. Trying, but I was I'm trying just to think saying, the most obscure one. Like I was just like the one that got absolutely demolished. But I was, I was, just, I was always. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like there's there's lots of things to consider. It's I, I'm just saying this is tough because you're like, do I like it or do I like it because it's a great movie? It, it's yeah, I don't know. No, it's tough. Yeah, and I think that's probably that, the easiest way to explain it. And that one thing that does it for you is probably the thing that makes the decision in your mind. You know, it's yeah. not the only factor, but when they're so level, that one thing. The nostalgia, the, like rewatchability, how deep it touched you or whatever, like that shit is what makes that decision. Yeah. And that's why you gave E.T. E. the credit that it gets, huh? Yeah. I and mean, that's kind of what I get out of that. And that's kind of why Holly gave Schindler's List whatever she gave it. So. Yeah. Hey, next. Let's go, Gerwin. All right. Uh, so that's it for, oh, no, no. Yeah, that's it for uh, Tintin Empire. Uh, Jason, what is our final matchup in Jurassic Express? 
Um, to Holly's disbelief, it's not Schindler's List. Um, so in the Jurassic Express, we're going Jaws versus Jurassic Park. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Sorry, it was. She, she already has Jurassic Park winning. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> so I was like already looking really at. Need, I, I mean, Jaws sorry. is Jaws. It's great. She wrote Schindler's List, didn't she? <laughs> no, I didn't. But I mean, I think we can all agree. Jurassic I just Park got confused by myself because I already filled this one in. Because Mug and I will fucking steamroll anybody who doesn't say Jurassic Park. I, I just don't know how you can. Elizabeth, get up here. I will fucking. <laughs> I don't know how you can get on my precipice. How, are you guys vouch for Jaws at all? Uh, I will say that the first half is great to me. Thank and when, you. Once they get to the water, I'm like tapping out. Okay, but you have to admit, uh, I, I'm going to vote for Jurassic Park. Please relax. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. I was about oh to God, stop I got you. a hyphy over here. Yeah. I know. I saw. Relax. <laughs> you saw that look in my eye. <laughs> but I was, I, I have to say, like, I think when you watch Jaws, especially from, like, was it 70 something when it came out? 77 and 78, right? I think it's before it was, Star Wars. It's 75. Okay. So I, I, my mom and I were literally talking about this yesterday because she's like, that's a date night movie. I was like, Mom, who the fuck took you on a date to watch Jaws? Is it 75 or 6? No, I'm pulling it up. Hold on. It's uh, June 1975. Oh, okay. shit. Cool. And just, I don't know. You look at it from that perspective, like my mom's brother, he just recently went out to Mexico to go shark cage diving like we did in Hawaii. Mm. And... He his he has an infatuation with this movie with Jaws. Right. Like he loves Jaws, and he he has a huge fear of sharks because of this movie. Right. So he went out there to go kind of conquer his fears. I guess yeah. I'm just saying like, and he's probably fifty one. So what is so, his, what I'm, is his I'm what just, is his viewpoint of sharks now? He still loves them. He loves the hell out of them. Because to me, when we went shark cage diving. That was like very. Pe- I no longer fear sharks in the ocean. I feel like they are gorgeous animals or whatever in in the ocean. I just feel like to see them. They're not animals. I know. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I have something else. Go ahead. But like I'm saying, like like I feel like seeing them in person yeah. maybe not scared of them anymore. Whereas this movie scares the fuck out of you of any type of shark. Sorry, I'm laughing at the idea of us. Shark cage diving and the old man with the orange toenails. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Can I just tell that story? <laughs> he had orange toenails. So, I can't even get over that. So, so I think about. Kerwin, Jason, TJ, and Jose and I, we always would go on a trip. One year we went to Hawaii and we decided to go shark cage diving. And it sounds terrifying. It really does, it does. sound. Have you it heard does. this story? No, I'm not. And they, we, we don't have, or we didn't have the money to like have our own exclusive tour. So we went with another family and on this boat, right, that we went out there and we all get in and I was not afraid of the sharks at all because the entire time I was so concentrated on the guy next to me because he had orange toenails. They were so rotted and I was so fearful of his toenails that I was looking at that when there was a shark right in front of me. I swear to God. I, Wait, they weren't painted? No, they were rotten. <laughs> I orange. thought you meant like he had like an orange no, pedicure. No, no, no they, they, were they, were, they were literally that rotten. Like it was like disgusting. Was there a smell? Like an odor? Well, we were in the ocean so I didn't smell anything yeah. but I was like there's a shark right there but I'm more worried about his fucking toenail fungus than I am about Tetanus the shark. Tetanus toes? Yeah. yeah, it was it was frightening. It was frightening. And I, I we get out of, we get out of the boat and I go, like we, none of us touched with a shark. Like it just goes, Did you see the toenails? He goes, I fucking saw them. It's like you're in the cage, right? And the cage is probably, I don't know, like 
like 13, I've seen 14 jaws. feet. It's, it's not a lot. No, no, it's a huge cage though. But it's like you have a bar up for your hands, and then you have a bar at the bottom for your feet. So like, I he swear, didn't want to touch his feet. I swear, two thirds of the pictures. <laughs> Your twinkle toes over there, just feet in the sea. <laughs> These, this biological disaster on the on the fucking bottom rail, and I'm like, it's just orange. It's bright orange. I, I I cannot describe. I've never seen that in my life. Like I've seen some bad toes, uh, mine included, but these were horrendous. Like it was so bad. Well, and, Horrified. And the worst part was like we we get out there and it's like, all right, who's gonna go down in the cage first? And it's like, of course I'm like sitting right where the cage is dropped. So of course I have to be the first person out there. And I see Twinkle Toes get out. Next person out, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm not only the first person in with the sharks, I am the first person in with orange toes. Twinkle like Twinkle Toes. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> Sorry, oh. his toes sucked right now. Oh, God. They're in somebody's mouth right now, for oh, sure. Oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but anyway. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, like, I like Jaws a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, but question, why do you like Jaws a lot? I guess, like, I had, it was a long time ago, I watched this documentary just about how they made Jaws and, like... Yeah, about how the shark was bum as fuck, and, and so they it, had to, like... It was a catastrophe. It. They made lemonade yeah. out of lemons. Like, I understand that. Yeah. Watch, rewatching this film, like, I get it. Like, because I watched this Spielberg documentary on HBO Max, and they were talking about that, how he was over budget, over time, like... The shark kept breaking down like a motherfucker. Yeah, I know, they got him, and then they were like, oh, it's going to take six weeks to to fix and they're like bitch we have six weeks to film like what are we gonna do so like the bucket that they had became like not the bucket what am i thinking of the the barrel that oh, they yeah. had oh, the barrel, yeah. became yeah. like a a like a like a cinematic piece and it created that suspense and then of course the john williams score which carried them throughout this entire movie but i i watch it and i i watched it for the first time probably like this last week and i was just bored for the first time this week yeah you've never seen jaws i've never seen jaws oh i've heard about it okay you gotta stop watching the greatest showman and start watching some of these iconic you have to stop watching jurassic park never this is gonna win the whole thing (laughs) so like this is the first one i ever saw richard dreyfus in too yeah and he was okay in this one yeah he was not i thought he was better than in always he had like a little little, little what he had like a little lisp if you will. Lift? Really? A lift. lift. I didn't think so. I thought, I thought, I liked him in this movie. I, I didn't mind him in this movie. I actually thought he was one of the more likable characters in this movie. But do you not feel like this movie went on for an hour too long? Oh no, it went on too long. I think they should have been on the so. ocean for like half hour tops. I don't think so. Agreed. I, I Agreed. Thought, I thought it was good. I thought it was suspenseful. To me it was suspenseful. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. No, it was like the shark came and attacked them. And the shark came and attacked them again. And the shark came and attacked them again. And we got to shoot barrels and then, again. And then again. they came up with a plan. And we're like, now we're on the fourth time of this shark attacking them. And now they're coming up with a plan. Had and they had a woman on board, this would have not happened. All right. So I'm going to vote for <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, all I was going to say is, like, I think I agree. There's a lot we can talk about Jaws, but I think Jurassic Park. We're just giving gonna... Jaws its, its time in the sun because we know what's. Yeah. Going to win this I, I think Jaws was a good movie personally. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Jurassic Park, but I think Jaws was good. Yeah, I think Jaws I, is good too. Yeah, Jurassic Park. 
Jurassic Park. So we're all good. Can I go back, though, to the Schindler's List? Last time, I know we're beating the horse. (laughs) But the Schindler's List. No. No, I wanted to bring up, is there a scene in that movie where you guys are like, wow, that was very powerful? Can I tell you mine that I think is like the underrated scene in the movie? I already told you what I thought. You... Oh, you did bring it up already. Yeah, huh? I told you the kid scrubbing the, yeah, the, the toilet. bathtub. The because I got to watch it again because I don't remember that what you're talking I'm about. I'm telling you, like they're talking, and then he's walking out. He shoots left. The kid looks back, and he's like, "What the hell's going on?" And he's walking, then he shoots right, and the kid just kind of keeps walking. And all of a sudden, the old man walks up, and he just the kid and he dead. turns left, and all we see the the camera pans wider to the right, and you just see the kid, and he he's dead because yeah. they shot him in the head. I, you finally got on third shot. There's, there's, there's a couple and they don't, scenes. They don't do any, They don't acknowledge it. They just keep going. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple scenes where the kid that hides in the porta potty toilets, like to avoid. You remember, like, and then they see other kids in there. That's right. But my the the scene of the train cars where they're gasping mm-hmm. for air, and because I think it's very pivotal. You see the Nazis fending themselves because they're hot outside where. You have just Jews upon Jews stacked. Well, that's when Oscar Schindler goes to spray him with water, and then they're laughing. Like it's kind of like, how demoralizing can these guys even get? Like I don't know that 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 to me was one of the worst scenes in the movie. Like because it's like people are suffering; they're literally suffering, and he's trying to help out, and these other guys are just laughing. Let alone like complaining about the heat as they're fending themselves with a hat and drinking lemonade. You know what I mean, or iced tea, whatever those. I, I don't know that that scene really gets to me every time I watch that movie. There, yeah. there are two scenes that really stuck out with me that I put in my notes, and one of them is a little like I will hear this in my nightmares of like the little girl screaming "Bye Jews, bye Jews" as they're like walking down yeah. the street. That's awful. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the scene where they're trying to punish this man and the gun keeps jamming. Oh, yes. And this yeah. poor man is just sitting there and every single time they go to he like living, shoot right? him. Yeah. He they go, living, no, yeah. but I'm just saying like I felt the anxiety. What, what, what would go through your mind when that's happening to you? My life's about to end like in any given point where he clicks this wincing. gun. You see him wincing every, every time. Every single yeah. time. Yeah. That yeah. to me like just like and it's, it's those things that are like when I compare it to Catch Me If You Can and that's why I'm not saying like Catch Me If You Can is not a great movie but I'm just saying like there are moments in that movie where I'm feeling the like <gasps> every single time they like go to like Do that again? I don't know. <laughs> I just get excited but yeah. no there's 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 a whole thing of like his whole ending monologue of like I could have gotten more like yeah, that that yeah. takes that's me that's out brutal. like and then at the end when you know they're putting rocks on it and then um, Liam Neeson put roses on his grave because I had to look up what like putting rocks on someone's grave because it didn't I'm not Jewish so like I had to look that up and it's just the significance of like somebody visiting your grave but at the end like it, that movie to me is just so important because the one of the women who survived the Holocaust and who actually was a part of Schindler's List met Ralph, the guy who played one of the German, the German, the German yeah. guy that we're talking about, Voldemort is what we call him. She met him and he looked so much like the general in real life that she started shaking with fear because it generally brought her back to like the Holocaust and like being around him because him in uniform just freaked the shit out of her and she like would not talk to him would not go near him that's crazy and that to me is just like that's why i think films are so powerful and that's why i keep putting again i'm not it's the first time i've ever seen this movie yesterday 
and but I just I think it's such a powerful movie. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah, for me, I think it's uh when uh they round up all the women Ugh. and then but the kids are on trucks. Oh yeah. And they're like, "Oh, like we're we're safe, we're safe." After they do the medical exam, and then they realize like all the kids have been put on the trucks, and that's the scene where the kid I think is like hiding in the women's barracks or yeah. whatever, like right before that. And they're like, "Oh my god, we're so safe." And then they realize like, "Oh, where's my daughter? Where's where's my son?" And the kids are just being carted off in trucks. Like, "Bye." And they have no fucking idea what the fuck's going on. And all the kids are hiding and like a few like escape and they go wrangle those up and it's just like, yeah. I it, yeah, it, it's just a bad point in history, but I even have to bring up my grandmother in Redlands across the street her neighbor uh, the girl that was there and her husband, the girl that was there, she escaped the Holocaust when she was a little girl. She got tipped off by a German soldier Nazi. Hey, you guys want to get the... Because he had compassion for them. Her and your family, you guys got to get the hell out of here tonight. And they were able to avoid all of the infiltration of the German soldiers. But it's like, it's crazy that this went on. Like, there's people in this world that think that it's never happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, dude, no. Like, this was a bad moment in history, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is I don't want to glorify this movie and I don't want to say like I love this movie because it's just such... But it brings exposure to it towards like this should never ever happen again. Yeah. Never. You know and what if I mean? You, yeah. yeah. And if you watch a Steven Spielberg documentary this for him was really important because well, he is Jewish. Jewish yeah. You know? And he yeah. wasn't really connected to his Jewish faith and then he got remarried to someone who was you know more involved in the Jewish faith. And so for him it was kind of like I'm a Jew I need to tell this story authentically and I think he did. And so that's why, like, I judge him, again, going back to previous movies that we've talked about, for him doing The Color of Purple, like, he had no association with that movie. He had no, like, reference to that community. And he probably shouldn't have been the director on that. But, like, as a Jew, he needed to tell the story of Schindler's List in the way that Steven Spielberg could. And he did it so powerfully and so wonderfully that that's why, like, I am mystified. There you go. Hmm. Why y'all didn't vote for it, but here we go. Well, down to the final four. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the final four. Uh, Mugga, who's coming out of the close ones region? Schindler's List. Just kidding. It's Catch Me If You Can, Holly. (laughs) And Holly, who's coming out of Bridge of Hooks? As much as it pains me to say, it is the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which mean it pains you. You voted for Raiders. I did. But it just I, I don't like the Raiders winning in any capacity. But you voted for them. You, is that how democracy works? You voted works? for the Raiders. Is that how democracy Good. works? <laughs> Back off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, Catch Me If You Can versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, what do you guys think? I yeah, let's lead off, Mugga, because this is your choice. I, 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 I have to go with Raiders. I, I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is more iconic, and if you're, I, I love Catch Me If You Can, but I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is a movie that, like, if someone's like, I've never seen Indiana Jones, like, I would love to sit there with them and watch it. I love to put it on. I love the soundtrack. It started the franchise. Catch Me If You Can is great, but um, I just. I think that if you're having me pick what to watch right here and now, I would rather watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's, that's just my opinion. I, I think Catch Me Can is a great movie, but uh, I, I don't think it's as iconic as Raiders of the Lost Ark. I agree with you because identity theft is not a joke. So. <laughs> I'm going to Millions catch, of I'm, people. I'm going to catch me if you can. Are you really? For what reason? Well, the way the mug was describing it. What do I want to put on right now? 
I'd rather put on Catch Me If You Can. So really? what about Catch Me If You Can? Like the two hour plus allures you to it. I love I love the score. I think the music keeps you intrigued the whole time. I, you guys cannot. Deny You're talking that. about the score I'm against just, Raiders of the Lost I, Ark. I'm, I'm telling a story. I'm telling a story. I'm telling. Okay, a you story. really buffed up your chest right there. Are you okay? You get really mad. No, I'm just saying I'm telling a story. Okay. I'm just saying like you you think about the beginning of the movie. It's like it's different, and it's based on a true story. I think Leo does a great job, and I think there's a I don't know I I. I I like the story. I, I think if you're talking about what I want to put on right now, I'd rather put that on personally. Yeah, he's going by your parameters. Like you no said that. Like, I have, I'm not saying anything. I'm, I'm attacking you. I was, I'm not I was attacking, attacking when he said the score. I'm just like, no, I'm just saying like Raiders of Lost Ark. John Williams and John Williams. John what are Williams, we doing? Yeah. Like, I'm just no, I know. I'm just saying when I think of the score, I just yeah. I, I don't know. I we get a little excited. We get a little pep in your step. We get it. Is there a ride at Disneyland based on Catch Me If You Can? I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, I mean, Disney adult. We all put on all right, hats <sighs> that have ears to make us look like someone else, I guess, kind of. What? <laughs> I'm reaching. All right, Corinne, I'm we reaching. Need, we, need your, we need your hot take here. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go with Catch Me If You Can because, like, I I don't care about Raiders of the Lost Ark. What I, is it that you guys don't like? I I don't know, man. Like, like it's, the opening it's, scene is amazing, I, and then you have him going to Nepal, meeting up with he's Marianne, defeating Marianne. Nazis. I, I, it's that's great. No, he not, defeats Nazis in all three movies, or the first, the first and third. First movie. and third, yeah, which is why Mug and I love and, that was and three. Then, and then. In the middle of it, he's got that whole like snake scene where they're finding that lost. I mean, what is it? Are you guys just talking about the CGI at the very, very so, end? So if we were sorry, I don't make no, no, but, but if we were talking about Last Crusade and Catch Me If You Can, I'd put Last Crusade up there. Same, but we're not. We're talking about Raiders. But you let ET beat Last Crusade again. I liked ET. We're talking about completely different movies now. Well, so is Last Crusade. We're talking. I'm not about- getting into a goddamn Disney <laughs> fucking thing again. I'm not doing that. I didn't say about. I'm Disney. done talking. I'm Friendships done talking. are ruined I'm, over March Madness. I am done now. You guys, I'm picking Catch Me If You Can. Fuck you guys if you don't agree. I'm gonna pick Catch Me If You Can. I, I'm, I'm going Raiders. Same. Elizabeth, get Some in here. Elizabeth. Here you guys, you guys on this one. I just. Corinne and I are both deferring to you two spearheads. Elizabeth is about to settle our scores. You get a minute. He's talking about Raiders of the Lost or Indiana Jones, okay? You get one minute starting now. Feel free to jump in whenever you want, but Elizabeth... We always talk about iconic. This has an iconic soundtrack, iconic character. It has a ride at Disneyland's. You can literally dress up as Indiana Jones for Halloween. Catch Me If You Can does not do any of that, okay? We're literally arguing that Schindler's List kind of should have beaten Catch Me If You Can, yet somehow it made it to the Final Four. Raiders of the Lost Ark started a franchise. There's only one Catch Me If You Can. Yes, it's a true story, but... Other than that, the story ends. I, I feel like Manga has a very flawed argument because you can only make so many movies about identity theft. However, I feel like Raiders of the Lost Ark is not only historically relevant, like Indiana Jones is a hero that we can all get behind that is a doctor. He Professor. is a beefcake. And he is in them dunes. Finding them artifacts. He's in the dunes with okay. Timothy Chalamet. And, and he she's, is... She's, okay, and that's time. Yeah, that's all you need to know. I would hit young Harrison Ford. All right, twice. so I'm going to get a minute. 
I might split it with Kerlin, so you'd be be prepped, okay? Sure, sure. And I'm gonna start fill in his gaps for yeah. him. Have we watched Catch Me If You Can together with Leo, where Probably. he's a pilot and they start off like asking him questions? Elizabeth, about identity is. theft is not a joke. Just not your time. And all I'm gonna say is that has Christopher Walken. That's his dad. And he jumps from, from job to job writing checks and checks and checks and travels writing all around the country. So you're explaining the movie to her. Has she ever seen the movie? Is that... I'm, pro- I'm, I'm trying to explain to her. So <laughs> You have 30 seconds, I give up. Jen. I give up. I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's just like a, it's like a classic, like... Uh, I mean, it's a true story, but it's like a classic American caper of somebody essentially like conning their way their their way through the American dream, yeah, if you will, a true story. and and I and I think like you kind of get the suspense, the comedy of it through all that. Like I think there's a lot of fun to be had in how like he essentially time. plays. That's time. Okay, go ahead. That's no, it's time. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason really likes Indiana Jones, so <laughs> I'm surprised if he's not liking this one. It must not be that great. Um, so I think I have to go catch me if you can. So our argument has meant nothing. She based it on... No, no, I, I, I'm going to honor it. No, 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 no. She's gone back and forth each time. She's no, no, but honored she made, one side no, no, each time. She based she's it on you liking it, Jones, and you don't yeah. like this one. So, that, I don't like so this our one. argument meant nothing is what, is what just happened, right? Well, the funny thing is she's seen this one. <laughs> and she didn't like it. So yeah. that doesn't help. I mean... Here right. we are. So catch me if you can wins over Raiders. Uh, hey, if you wanted to go pick up Bling, you could have, and <laughs> she would not have to be in this. No, I'm gonna honor it. I'm gonna honor it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I will always saying, like... value her opinion. We're saying she's been equitable this whole time, Elizabeth. No T, no JDU. You've been equitable this whole time. You've gone back and forth each time. It's not just Jason with his butt cheeks entrancing you. <laughs> I sat down the whole time. I sat down the whole time. Oh god! All right, moving on to twerk, twerk, and tin tin empire. <laughs> uh, we got a uh, saving Private Ryan coming out of that region, and then Jason. Who do you have coming out of Jurassic Express? We have Jurassic Park. All right, so saving Private Ryan versus Jurassic Park. Who do y'all got? Uh, these are two of my top twenty-five films of all time. I love this because I'm gonna start because I feel like Mug is gonna have some some hot takes. I feel like for me, if we're going by Mug's scale of rewatchability, it's Jurassic Park, 10 times out of 10. Saving Private Ryan, I think, was a beautiful movie. And I think it was so incredibly well done. And I think there are people that watch Saving Private Ryan. For them, whoever whoever has been in a war zone situation, it's triggering for them because it's so realistic. And so for people like me who have not been in a war zone situation, it's jarring and it's uncomfortable. And I don't want to watch it again. But I think... Jurassic Park for me is cinematic excellence, so I can't go against it. And like, I feel bad for the people listening because like Jurassic Park, it has been undefeated pretty much in every single bracket that it's been on and we haven't discussed it just because we all hold it in such a high regard. As we should. Agreed. But I just feel like Jurassic Park is entertaining and there's a lot of elements of that movie that are exceptional. I think like the exposition in the beginning of the movie when they do that little animated short with the little oh, DNA and yeah. all that. Like there's a lot of Steven Spielberg movies that I watch where it's a lot of 
exposition conversation where they're having those conversations to give the audience some background yeah. or give some give the audience some context and I feel like they've done that exceptionally and I can only compare it to the cinematic masterpiece that is Con Air where <laughs> they talk about what? <laughs> I said what I said I'm already beefing with you right now you don't want to start this you don't want the smoke mugga but where they give 30 seconds of exposition where they're going to that that breakdown of like the who's who of the criminals and it gives you what in a lot of Steven Spielberg movies would be 45 minutes of expiratory conversation or like how did this happen how did these dinosaurs get here what did you guys do what happened what did it but like they showed that movie and it gave you a minute of context but like in Steven Spielberg terms was like 45 minutes of film yeah and so I think it did that wonderfully. The I helicopter think, ride. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. the helicopter ride. As well as at the dig in, in Montana, right? Yeah, yeah. no, and I, I feel like they just did a really wonderful job. And I feel like when you look at the dinosaurs now, you don't look back and think like, oh my gosh, this archaic CGI. It's so incredibly out of date. You watch it and you're like, this looks good. Like, you also look mm. at Jeff Goldblum and you said, that looks good. I... <laughs> Jason's movie, nodding. I don't know if I ever said that. But a movie that came out, I believe, and I'm 95% sure I'm true on this, Apollo 13 came out after Jurassic Park, correct? If I just recently bought it because I had to, the CGI on that or the visual effects are not that great. Like it did not age well. This movie, I still think to this day, aged so well mm. as far as the way they had the dinosaurs. We keep talking about Save It Private Ryan opening scene. Raiders of the Lost Ark, we have never brought up, and I waited for this moment to do it, but Jurassic Park's opening scene is pretty legit, where they're bringing in the the cage. Mm, mm. You don't know the what it is. You find it. out it. No, it's a velociraptor. No, it's it in ran, there. They're bringing a cow into the no, velociraptor. No, it's the velociraptor. They're bringing it in, and they're going to transport that into the actual, um, I guess, like, park. No, not the, well, it's, it's already in the park, but they're bringing the velociraptor in, to transport it into the actual facility they're gonna hold it in, right? And something happens where it runs and they separate and then that guy, that's the guy that, the gatekeeper, he lifts up and he gets crawled. I'm tr trust me, I'm not, yeah. yeah. So like that opening scene is like amazing to me because it shows like, hey, man created a dinosaur and now the dinosaur is like killing a man and the ethical thing of, I, I thought it was a great opening scene that doesn't get talked out Right. Talked about a lot. I think it's right. it's very very like oh here here we are. You have to fear these animals, and we think we're in control, but we're not. I, I don't know. I think it's a great opening scene. Well, you they know? drop they drop the cow in. No, that's in a different scene, dude. The oh, opening that's scene. Late, that's yeah. later. In? Okay. No, but I, I feel like that's the difference between Jurassic Park and the Lost World is that it's a, it's a moral argument. And yeah. I said this when we were talking about the Lost World. As I said, Jurassic Park focuses on. Like, dinosaurs are almost secondary. It's just, like, we created dinosaurs and, like, the morality of that conversation. The dinosaurs are supplementary to the storyline. And, like, you get the amazing velociraptor scenes. You get the T-Rex yeah. scene where the, the water oh, is, like... It's amazing. Amazing. You know, vibrating. But then in the second movie, in The Lost World, it's all about the dinosaurs. And, like, the plot mm. is almost secondary. And that's why, like, I don't like The Lost World as much. But I feel like... Jurassic Park itself is very much of just like we've created this like what do we do next as humans well even that scene where they're at the dinner table while they're talking about it because he has to bring these scientists on or paleontologists right. of like hey 
like, is this right? And he's trying to convince, so they ride off in the park with a lawyer right. is on his side. And they're like, no, no, you, you, you will have no idea what you've just done. Like, right. like it, it, it's, it's, even though there's no dinosaur in that scene, what they talk about is, I think what you're saying, like the roots of the whole movie. The morality. You know? yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, one thing I want to bring up since we're talking about Lost World, uh, we, didn't get to, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to bring this up earlier. One of the best scenes ever is um, when that little kid runs off and then like the little baby dinosaurs are like attacking and then the mom shows up. She's like, ah, and then it cuts to Jeff Goldblum in front of the billboard. <laughs> He's like yawning. In front of a subway billboard. Yeah, yeah. One of my, one of my favorite scenes yeah. Jeff, ever. Well, Jeff Goldblum. So this. I, I, I mean, you guys know where I'm, I'm at. I'm at yes. Jurassic Park. Yes. Love Saving Private Ryan. But yeah. I, again, if I, I have watched Jurassic Park, I, I would say probably a hundred times. Girl, we know. Probably. Girl. Girl, we know. Okay. But uh, <laughs> nothing against Saving Private Ryan. It's still in my top 25. But I, I, I think Jurassic Park to me is second to none. Uh, real quick, though. I would love to do an extra credits where you literally just go through your 25 to 1. I haven't. Yeah, we I, gotta we gotta make that happen. So. It, it, it's con- continuously changing, but I have like five movies that are always in like what I call the top seven. Mm. Those never get out, but like I'm constantly rotating another movie in or out. Yeah, try to figure that one out, Holly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I have, no, masters, I have my masters. I have my masters in business do, analytics. I, I think I can do it. And like that's even rotating. Like I right now, I think Jurassic Park, Wolf of Wall Street, Endgame, and Shawshank Redemption, along with. I think Once Upon a Tom of Hollywood is like okay. kind of getting up there, man. But like, like there's other movies that I like that are like are there, but like then like, well, this is better. I, I don't, I don't know. You, you know? guys talk shit when I put that in my top five. What? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I, I never talk shit. Someone said something. I didn't talk shit. I think it's a great movie. Yeah, I think it's all talk shit. I just remember you all always you watching <laughs> Jurassic Park to go to sleep. I liked like, it. Loved it. <laughs> it just, it's, it's very therapeutic to me. It is. Yeah. It's I a great movie. that movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is back in the DVD ages. Now I have everything digital on right? Amazon Prime and stuff. But. All right. So we'll make that happen. Right. Um, but do you guys have anything else you want to add? No. Wait, John you, Williams you guys does Jurassic about Park. What do you feel about Saving Private Ryan or Jurassic Park? I, I think Saving Private Ryan has had its day in this group. Okay, I think we've given it credit. No, no, I. I they need to talk. Yeah, <laughs> but I just think that it's done. Right? Oh no, I'm I'm going with Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like it just it just holds up overall. And uh, I saw it in theaters a couple years ago, maybe like two years ago. JP. Uh yeah. So because you can like run out the theater and watch whatever. So uh, damn, that holds up in a movie theater. I actually so. saw it in movie theaters when it came out. I, I, re, I vividly remember it with my brother and my grandmother. Damn. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. What about you, Jay? I, Are you saving Private Ryan? No, no, no. I'm going to Jurassic Park, but I, it's just a funny story when you were saying that right now. Um, I think my mom took my sister and I to go watch Dennis the Menace <laughs> at a drive-in, a drive-in movie theater. Yeah. Uh, Rubido, I think. So they have theater, like so, like they have drive-in theaters uh, in front of you, and then also behind you. So both can watch watch, right? So you can watch different. Right. No, there's different movies playing right. all around, so you pull up to what you want to watch. Yeah. So I think behind us was Jurassic Park, oh, and my yeah. mom kept like turning me around, I was like, oh, "I want to watch this," and she's like, "No, here's he, here's he just like, that is a menace for He's you, got a right? With the can of beans. <laughs> but then I turn around and it's the DNA dude. I'm like, oh, "What the fuck is wrong with this? Is this some like goddamn cartoon movie?" She's like, "No, we can't watch that." I was like, oh, "All right." So I kept trying to turn around and watch it, but no, I, I as much as I like Saving Private Ryan, I think Jurassic Park. Kerwin. Yeah. Add it to the list. I would like to do another 20-minute segment 
on us going to watch a movie at the drive-in theater. That's something that I think is lost that society needs to bring back, can especially just, living in Southern California. We can just go watch one, too. Can we yeah. just do it in the summertime, though? No, no, yeah. no, summertime and Barstow. Barstow up top. I know it's going to be a drive, but because they're up in the high desert area, it's very clear. You see all the stars. It, it, I think it, I heard it's a cool experience, man. Okay. I yeah. said we'd do it. Yeah, I'm down right. for that. All right, now let's get to the final matchup. Uh, out of the uh, close ones region, we have uh, Catch Me If You Can, and out of the Jurassic Express region, we have Jurassic Park. This is it, y'all. Who I, who are we going with? Leo and Tom Hanks go down. I think. Same why do you, Why do you think that? Expand on that, because you like I, Catch I, Me If You Can. Well, I, I love Catch Me If You Can. I thought it should have lost to Raiders, but I I I don't know. I just think that Jurassic Park literally is a movie that can be like if there's a Mount Rushmore of movies Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park is has on to it. be on there yeah and if you even go like over the century of filmmaking maybe Gone with the Wind I guess I don't know what else would be up there I'm just saying but Catch Me If You Can is not even like scheduled to be like on there like there's no way you know what I mean that's my opinion yeah. I, think, I think Rush Hour could go on there no no I, there, no. there are two Friday. movies that I would ever give <laughs> Thus far, talking about it, I mean, there are plenty of movies that I would give $20 for in the regular $20 ticket conversation, but there's one movie that I've actually given $20 to, which is Forrest Gump, my favorite movie, but there's Jurassic Park, I would give We've never actually reviewed Jurassic Park. No, but I would give $20 for Jurassic Park, just because because of how entertaining it is. When I think about Catch Me If You Can, I'm like, it's... I'm in the like ten to fifteen dollar range when I'm thinking about it. It's not that's, a twenty dollar ticket. That's a fifteen dollar minimum. Catch me really? You would give it a ten. I think it's a fifteen. It's a fifteen, maybe. Like it's it it's not it's not a twenty. But like Jurassic Park with all. Absolutely, fucking Lucas. I'd give it twenty percent. I didn't know how to say like with my whole heart. I would say that, but like absolutely, fucking Lucas. I would give it twenty twenty dollars. That would be a good extra credit. What four movies would go on your Mount Rushmore movie? That's that's a. T- I don't know if I could answer that right now. I'd have to think. Well, about Well, you couldn't even answer your top twenty five. Five out of seven I've got, and then the top twenty five is rotating. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Your Mount Rushmore looks a little shoddy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone and written down your top 25? Mm-mm. It's more challenging than you think. Yeah. Like you write down all the movies you like and you try to narrow it down to 25 and I'm just like, fuck, I can't top, do it. Top 20 is tougher. But then I don't yeah, do that. Yeah, I, that's why like... I like the top 25. Well, the reason why I did 25 is because that's how they rank college football and college basketball teams. Mm. After 25, you don't care. It's always in the top 25. Are you in the top 25? But, but I feel like that's so subjective to me. It's like my NBA answer is always like, it depends. It depends on my mood. It depends on like if I'm going for like childhood nostalgia, because if I'm tying in movies from my childhood, if I'm tying in movies that like I watched and they're Mighty Morphin from Power Rangers is a great movie. Right. Because I'm nostalgia about it and they end with the dreams. dreams. <laughs> right. But if it's you're comparing great. that to like a Saving Private Ryan, it's not going to hold no. a candle. Okay, we got very off topic for this uh, Not necessarily. final conversation. I'm going Jurassic Park. Same. Which Same. we all knew would probably win the Same. entire thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here we are, four people voting for Jurassic Park. JP wins. I will say this, though. I, I do not like the franchise of Jurassic Park. Same. They cool. have two of the worst movies. But the original Jurassic Park is something that holds up cinematically. It holds up... Emotionally, physically, spiritually. Like, Kerwin, would you rather have in your life to watch the Jurassic Park franchise 
With the Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. See what I'm saying? Like, it loses to that. The franchise? The, franchise? the franchise. Oh, I was the like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Because Jurassic Park, I feel, is like the only really good... I love Jurassic World, though. I really do. I think Jurassic World did exactly what I wanted it to do. When I watched Jurassic Park, like, what if the park could exist? What would it look like? And they did it. Mm-hmm. But the all the other four movies, I, I just... They're just horrible. Like, they're if there was bad. no... If it's there was no plot yeah. to steal the DNA, if there was no plot to steal the DNA... Jurassic World, Jurassic World would have been yeah. would have yeah. been what happened. Wait, what? I'm looking at all the ratings, and so Jurassic Park has a 91. 91, but I'm looking at Catch Me If You Can 96. What's the other one? Well, no, no, average 92. Audience is 89. Critic 96. So if you're just doing critics, yeah, I'm looking at critics. So okay. Critics 96. So what got higher than 96? Schindler's List. Schindler's List got 98. Hey. Got 98. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, I think Raiders also got higher than uh, Catch Me If You Can. 96. Oh, average. I'm sorry. The average was higher. Oh, my, I'm my, sorry. My, my bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm just looking at the, I'm sorry. I was just taking a look at this because I was looking at ET. I'm surprised we let Bridge of Spies. ET 99 critics. Mm-hmm. Bridge of Spies sucks. Bridge of Spies is But look good. at Bridge of Spies' Ratings. It sucks. Ninety-one on critics, eighty-seven audience, eighty-nine average. Nah, they that's nah, pretty fuck. good. It's nah. pretty damn good, if in my opinion. I, I didn't like the movie at all. I didn't either. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, Jaws. Jaws has sad. a critic of ninety-seven. I'm just sad because I liked Adventures of Tintin. And it's at seventy-four, seventy-four average, seventy-four. But I was like, I actually really liked it. Interesting. And yeah, Lost World. 54. Saving Private Ryan, ninety-four. I'm just saying right below it, Schindler's List, 97.5 average. Yeah. Oof. Well, I mean, uh, this is our what? Fifth? <laughs> our fifth March Madness? We did we did Disney. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Office. Office and then Fast, fast Food. food and yeah, this is our fifth one. Yeah. Jurassic Park wins. Uh, who knows what we'll do next time? I don't Anyone know. Anyone that's listening on our Instagram, please go up and say a bracket or some sort of topic that you would like for us to do next year because I'm tired of getting yelled at by people for giving ideas out even though I thought this was a good idea. Roll your eyes again, Holly. Keep rolling your I'm eyes. I'm not <laughs> rolling my eyes whatsoever. <laughs> I never once rolls my eyes at this. But I'm just saying, this this bracket was brutal because Steven Spielberg is a savant and has two-hour-long movies. And so it's just And like, he's a director that will test the limits. 100%. It's where it's like, yeah. And it's, and it's varying topics. It's varying genres that he does. And I think for us, it's like when we did Tom Cruise, it was very much pigeonholed to like action movies and like Tom Cruise's pigeonhole. So we watched 32 movies on Tom Cruise being an action star. But it's like I would like... I crave a bracket that's a little bit more diversified. Yeah, we can do that based on actor next time. I would much prefer doing an actor-based one instead of Leo. a instead of a director-based one. Ooh, that's a good one. Leo. Leo's good. Leo would be good. I was even thinking of taking like four actors and like one Ooh, bracket and is a just bracket. them. Tom Hanks. So like one, Leo. one, one, one. Yeah. yeah, or something like that just to just split it up a bit. But Nick Cage, Tom yeah. Wiseau. Not <laughs> Nick movie. Cage. Yeah, like Nick Cage, Arnold, Stallone, something. Or we could yeah. flip it with different actors. Tommy Wiseau <laughs> is a fourth, yeah. The 90s. Schwarzenegger, Stallone. Van Damme. Mel Gibson. Oh. Van Damme. And Van Damme. Like, I, mean, I think that would, Steven Seagal playing games or Ooh. something. <laughs> Under Siege is pretty good. Hey, guys, I'm on vacation oh, that, that was week a good one. when yeah. you guys are recording. So huh? I'm on vacation the week you guys are recording. You don't even know. But I'm on vacation. Okay. I do know that. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it for uh, March Madness. Thank you, everybody. Uh, shout out to Jordan and Bling. They couldn't make it, but uh, glad you guys put your votes in for the first round. And uh, we'll see you next year with another episode. That's it for this episode of $20 Ticket. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at $20 Ticket. That's $20 Ticket for more content. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and if you've got the time, leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, send them to $20Ticket at gmail.com. That's $20Ticket at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.